Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What with Dan and Julie. Today we have India on, who is a sommelier. Hi, India. Hi there. Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what you actually do, India? Yes, of course. Um, so what I actually do has a lot to do with wine. Um, I uh, work as a sommelier in a restaurant and also um, on the side I started my wine blog which is now becoming bigger and bigger so I write about wine I um, pour wine I drink wine um, yeah it's all about wine and where did this sort of passion for wine come from uh, I think it started when I was a child um, so I grew up in Italy uh, sorry I, I was born in Italy and I grew up in the Netherlands uh, but I've always had this um, background of um, of wine and food, and I've always been interested in wine, um, actually since I was a child already. So, yeah, it started quite young. I guess being from an Italian family, it was always part of, was it always part yes. of dinner to have a nice glass of red or something like that? Absolutely, always. And when I was a, a child, I could always have like a little bit of water with a drop of wine. Nice. So when I when I was like four or five, I always wanted a little sip to try it. So they <laughs> mixed it up with some water. So growing up, I really, I really always uh, was exposed to wine. And uh, what about learning of wine? Obviously, your family have been quite an influence on you. Did you? Mm. Um, did, did they teach you quite a lot as a as a as a child? And then did you transfer that into education somewhere? Mm, no, not really. Uh, so. No, I, I think the learning really uh, came when I discovered there was such a thing as a wine course because uh, I was always very interested, but I didn't know that much. And also uh, my family, it's not like there are any wine experts or that we drank very expensive wine. We just drank, you know, the wine from the from the farmer around the corner when we were in Italy, very natural. Um, but then I was around 20, 21 and I did my for, uh, first wine course. Um, and then actually I liked it so much that straight away I did a second one and then another one and then another one. So then I really started to learn about it. So what, what are these wine courses you went on? What, what did they involve? Um, so it's, it's a bit like, um, um, uh, I think in, uh, the international one is called, uh, uh, WSET. Uh, is is like a is a, um, a wine course that everyone knows. So I'll compare it with that one because the one I did was in Dutch and in the Netherlands. Uh, but it's like you have a level one, two, three, and four. Um, four being sort of a diploma course. Um, so I did the Dutch version of this um, of this education, which is like an, uh, a basic wine course. Then you have intermediate. Then you have a, a higher one, and then you really have uh, like almost an education that takes over an, uh, over a year to do um, and there you really learn everything about wine from how it's made to how it's sold to all the different grape varieties of different countries legislations everything so we we found you on uh, on instagram and uh -huh. I, to, I, I love your approach to wine I, <laughs> am i right in saying you're kind of trying to make it a bit more accessible and and more relaxed than people yeah. sort of assume it to be yeah, absolutely. That was the the main goal to at least have fun with it, um, not to take ourselves too seriously, um, not to take wine so serious because everyone's always very scared of wine. The people that are in the wine world are sort of very not accessible and very um, 
scary people. <laughs> At least that's what people think. So I was like, you know, how can we just tear it down, break it open, make it more accessible and have fun with it? So that's why I, I tried to, yeah, to sort of break the system. <laughs> mm. And so how did you actually get started in the world of wine? Um, I think how to really start working there was um, after doing all my wine educations, I've always worked in restaurants uh, during my studies in university where I did something completely different. Uh, that was book publishing. Um, so I always worked in restaurants on the side. And then when I finished my education, uh, I was like, why not work as a sommelier? And then I started to work in a restaurant, um, really doing the wine. Then I started to know more people, go to more wine tastings. Um, and then I really started to write about it. And then the idea of the blog came up. As what would be an average day for you working in a restaurant? Sort of getting started, looking at what, um, for example, um, catch of the day we're serving that day with what kind of sauce maybe uh, tasted uh, and, and try and find out which wine would go best with that. Um, and then really uh, my job is really to hop on uh, in prime time. So when everyone's coming in, sitting down, I go uh, pour the aperitif. Like, would you like to start with a glass of champagne or rather have something else? And then really try to um, be very uh, on the wine the whole time. So pouring whatever they, they want and also uh, matching with the food, um, have some suggestions, let them try wine. So really the whole service of, of wine. Obviously, uh, when someone goes into uh, a restaurant and gets a wine list, it can be quite daunting at first. Mm -hmm. What would uh, be one quick tip you would give to anyone when trying to tackle a wine list? Um, I think they might go for something they know already and that they maybe drink at home uh, and then ask the sommelier and say, I usually like this. What would you recommend that I would, uh, that I would like? Because I, I wouldn't even say that you have to tackle it all on your own because it can be quite difficult. I also, even though I know what's on there, I always ask the people who work there or the sommelier, if there is one, like what would you recommend me? What is one of the wines you have that is really uh, something something different or something special? So I always just talk and see. Uh, so you could try to to explain your taste. If you usually like Sauvignon Blanc, you can just say it. And then um, if if the person knows his wine, which probably he will, he'll maybe even let you try something that's similar. So um, don't make it too, too hard for yourself. Just ask for help. How important is it working in the wine world to develop your palate? And how do you go about doing that? Uh, I think it's it's quite important. Um, yeah, it's actually really important because to be able to discuss a wine, you really have to get to the bottom of it or at least know uh, what the wine is. And there's only one way to do that, and that is to taste lots and lots of wine. There's not really a shortcut. Mm. Um, I've been tasting wine for 10 years, and I still learn something new every day. Um, so it's really about... Um, tasting wine and and when you have a wine try to 
not just drink it in the moment, but also remember some of the characteristics of that wine so that that you can sort of fill up your, uh, uh, what's it called, database to, to um, yeah, to remember it and to be able to uh, have it for next time, mm. information. So- so doing this this job and working in the wine world, is there a lot of, or do you do a lot of traveling around different wine regions um, and trying to sort of find, you know, maybe funny little wines that people haven't heard of? Is there a lot of, a, you know, traveling involved? Mm, that really depends on uh, what you do in the wine industry. So as a sommelier, I would say you're not traveling that much, um, but as a wine blogger, for example, you do travel a lot. Um, so it really depends. And if you're a wine importer, um, then you travel very much because you're always looking for new wines to discover, to add to your portfolio. So it really depends a bit. I've been traveling quite a lot, but that's because I really like to travel and it's something that I I really like to do. So whenever I go somewhere, uh, I try to see, is there a wine region near? Can I discover something? But it's not really a part of my job. Now it's becoming more and more because um, the wine blog obviously um, is about wine all over the world. Mm. Uh, only now, unfortunately, <laughs> we can't really travel. Yeah, so uh, hopefully that will uh, change soon. One of my um, preferred getaways is always to go to a wine region and, and yeah. try, try the locals. I think it's always very it's always a very beautiful place because you're surrounded by vineyards and you know you know the wine's gonna be good and you know the food's probably gonna be quite good as well where did you where did you go you went germany the alsace region i've been there and it's one of my favorite regions i haven't been yet i went to the mosul but i would love to go there too yeah have you got a favorite wine region or favorite wine or grape Mm. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> uh, that's the hardest question. What would, what would uh, be your go-to out the fridge at home? Um, that's a good one. Yeah, then I would go for, depending a bit on the weather and on the mood, but I really like champagne okay. or nice. any any sparkling, uh, well-made wine. Mm. Uh, so uh, it doesn't have to be from France. It could be a German nice sparkling wine or an italian franciacorta um so i I really like a sparkling wine um yeah i think i if i had to pick one then i I, i'd go with that because it's also um you could combine it with with a lot of moods a lot of food so yeah yeah. what what do you think about the uh the new sort of english sparkling wine trend well to be honest the other day um it was one of the first times that I tried one. I think it's called the. Now how the, uh, I I don't know how how they pronounce it. Like the mm. the timber one. Okay, so I tried it for the first time, and I was really surprised. It was very good, really good, and I had heard about it already, but didn't try it yet. Uh, so I was really uh, really excited about it, and I I think I'm going to try uh, a lot more. I I read something somewhere that was saying the reason we're now being able to produce this wine is because of climate change. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. apparently, the our country is now water, yeah. what champagne region was a hundred years ago, climate wise. Yeah. Apparently, yes, yes. I even heard that a lot of people from uh, Champagne are buying land now in England. Oh wow! Um, and actually, keep, in the the area yeah. we are is actually one of the better areas for the soil. 
Um, Where are you for, guys located? Uh, we're uh, southeast, yeah, southeast, so just uh-huh, west, yeah, uh, east of yeah. London. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's in Sussex, right, where they make uh, yes. the sparkling sparkling wines. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot about them. They're very upcoming, and uh, yeah, be careful with your land because um, <laughs> the big, uh, big French chateaus will come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would be some of the personality traits that you see in yourself and uh, other sommeliers or, or wine bloggers um, that you think really help? Ooh. Well, I think in a way you have to be a bit outgoing. Um, you, you, yeah, you can't be too shy because uh, first of all, in the restaurant, you, you have to go to the table and really tell stories to people. You have to be a storyteller. So you're not going to the table and go like, here's the wine, boom. You, you'll go <laughs> to the table. Yeah, you'll be like, you know, there's a little... Um, uh, a, a small winery in the uh, south of France. There's this man, he has chicken and he has goat and this wine has grown in the middle of, you know, you really have to take them by the hand and sort of explain and show uh, the region to them. Uh, then when you let them try the wine, you could tell something about the wine. Um, and it's also a bit, a, a big part is also selling wine. So uh, you want to, make them a fan of wine you want to share passion with them so uh, you have to have that trait of being able to storytell and for the wine blog i think it's the same because <laughs> it's telling the story but writing it down or maybe doing a video blog uh, you can't be too too closed or too shy because yeah you you have to get out there and do it you know I was going to say, we've we sort of been looking at your wine blog for the last couple of days and, and reading some of the articles, and it mm. is really good. And you, you mentioned you. earlier about um, being an, you did something at uni about being an editor, maybe. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, you know, that's really helped you to create this wine blog. And mm-hmm. um, what's sort of the plan with the blog going forward? Um, yeah, the, so um, Wine Spice Girl is really. Um, I, I want it to be a brand. So mm. um, I really started it as a blog, but I, I want to, it to be a, a brand that will grow bigger in a way that it's not only, for example, about a wine article, it can be uh, nice merchandise. It could be maybe, um, I'm, I'm also now giving wine courses, so it could be, um, wine tastings it, it could be anything so um, yeah I'm, I'm not sure how to explain but I think I think you might get it right <laughs> yeah yeah build the brand yeah yeah build I, the brand I guess that's um, that's the beauty of the internet now isn't it uh-huh, With, like, you've uh-huh. got this skill and a knowledge in wine and uh-huh. you're now using that to convert it into you know something you can use as a business which is great yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many possibilities now. If you just jump on there and be consistent and do it, then, uh, yeah, you could get quite far on the internet. Mm. And is there sort of, um, room in the wine world for maybe a newer generation of sommelier and and wine blogger to, to be like you are more relaxed, Mm -hmm. a little bit more welcoming maybe. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's a trend that is already really uh, going on because there are now so many younger sommeliers that are 20 and already in restaurants um, really breaking up with that stiffness um, not wearing these 
suits, just being more relaxed in jeans, maybe, you know, just talking about wine. Um, I think it's already going on and I'm sure it will be a trend that, um, that will go on and on, especially now that everyone sees it's, it doesn't have to be boring. I think mm -hmm. it will be a career path that might be more attract, attractive also. What are some of the biggest positives for you about being a wine sommelier in the wine industry? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a hard question. The positive thing I think is, is yeah, working with your passion. Um, that's what I really like. I like wine a lot and I, I like to talk about it, like to read about it, like to try new wine. So I'm always exposed to my passion. Um, then I learn a lot every day. I really like to learn. So um, you can always learn something new. Every new wine is a new new story to hear. Um, yeah, I think. Mm, I, I guess what are some of the biggest opportunities you've had out of the industry? Probably with your wine blog, you mentioned traveling. Yeah. Um, yeah, the opportunities are, are, are very different. It can go from a wine, you know, being taken um, on, a, on a wine trip with someone um, maybe because you have a blog or because you're a sommelier and you work with an importer that takes you to regions where they import wines so that you really see it and are able to sell it better. Um, on the other hand, um, just the fact of being able to taste a lot of wines that maybe usually you wouldn't buy. Um, because with, with the blog, I get sent a lot of wines to my house, nice champagnes, oh, wow. uh, beautiful bottles. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, in, yeah, to be able to write about them, you have to try them. So uh, yeah. uh, you get a lot of presents. And, uh, yeah, those things. And uh, on the other side of that, what are some of the, the less favorable aspects of the industry? Well, I think this part of it being still a bit of a, a, a man's world um, and especially an older man's world. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, being younger and being more more, more fun and uh, trying to be a bit more relaxed. Uh, also, yeah, you can feel a bit of the, of the, what's it called? Um the older generation maybe doesn't like it that much. Yeah, so it's a bit old-fashioned and coming as the new generation, um, yeah, you have to work extra hard to prove yourself and uh, to get in there. So, um, yeah, you have to be willing to do that and not be scared of maybe being criticized because mm. obviously that's what's going to happen, especially if you do things like I do, <laughs> throw <laughs> wine all over myself, be half-naked in the vineyard. Sometimes they're like, hmm why are you doing that? But I'm like, it's fun and leave me alone, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you, you, it's clearly working because you're already building yeah. up quite a following. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think everyone's bored to death in the wine world. They're like, finally someone. Yeah. <laughs> so we like to talk a little bit about what people can expect to earn. So the wine industry is obviously uh, very varied, but as a sommelier, mm -hmm. we, we came mm -hmm. up with some average figures. So in the mm -hmm. UK, an mm -hmm. average um, salary is around £25,000, which would be about €27,000. Does that sound mm. right to you in your experience and the people you've worked with in the industry? Um, yeah, I think 
how did, does that translate to monthly? Let me, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think it will be sort of um, average. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it really depends on um, how good you are and mm -hmm. in what restaurant you work. Because if you work in a three-star um, restaurant and you are the sommelier, obviously, you'll earn a lot more. Mm -hmm. really a lot more um because um yeah you know you're 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 the showman <laughs> um but to get there you'll have to work pretty hard because um yeah it's not super easy to get a job like that so i think average it's not a really good well-paying job um mm -hmm. so you really have to have a passion Is or do not... something on the side what, what i chose to do yeah and then i guess is the the hope that you build up your wine blog and then that builds up a reputation and then maybe a restaurant will approach you kind of thing um not really in my case because uh i think the working in the restaurant is not my dream job in the okay. wine world i i like my blog and the 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 writing much more mm -hmm. so um i'm more hoping to build my brand let's say uh not necessarily for the restaurant more for 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 my own yeah. my own brand but okay. if you were working in a restaurant i think um the best thing to do is just work your ass off and really keep educating so that um yeah so that really uh, good restaurants want to have you mm. And what would be something that's uh, not in the job description that you have to deal with every now and then? Uh, I think maybe um, in general, working in a restaurant, uh, working with customers, sometimes customers can be really rude or snobbish mm -hmm. or uh, mean or think that you're just a dumb person that doesn't know anything because you're serving uh, in a restaurant, you know, like the the usual thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think especially with wine uh, and especially maybe in, in restaurants that are a bit more expensive, um, they could look at you like, what do you want to tell me about wine? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man, I'm 60 and I have a <laughs> cellar, cellar that's bigger than your house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that kind of, but you know, that's in any job, I think. Uh, um, but yeah, th those in the wine world, sometimes a bit of snobbery could, uh, could come your way. Mm. so how do you somebody begin to progress within the industry is it doing wine courses like you have or maybe it's traveling or i think uh if you want to have like a step-by-step -step, i think wine courses is the most important at the moment because that's where you learn an education like it's learning the language everyone speaks uh, so that's the first step and then Keep learning on your own by visiting regions, going to wine tastings. Well, now they're not being organized, but like a year ago, every in Amsterdam, I think every day of the week, or at least two, three days a week, there was a wine tasting that you could go to. I love Amsterdam. You, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you could just you could hop into any place. Uh, obviously, maybe being invited or something, but then you could um, go and taste. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 different wines. Um, yeah, so then it goes really, really, really quick. You know, you can keep uh, discovering. 
And would that be the same for somebody who wants to learn a little bit more about wine? The same as in, uh, as in uh, a, a, a novice, a novice, as, as someone yeah. who just wants to learn a little bit more at home. A little about bit. Wine. Well, then I would maybe do like a beginner's course. That sometimes it's even just one or two get-togethers, or you have maybe an online little course, um, and then really every time you buy a wine, even in the supermarket, just look up on the internet some characteristics of the grape, maybe the region. Just read about it, and then pouring your first glass just writing something down about it or remembering and then just enjoying the bottle. And uh, would you still go into the industry knowing everything you know now? Oh uh, yeah. 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 Brilliant. Yeah. I think it's uh it's nice. It's a nice, nice industry and there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to do. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's a great place. Well, thank you so much for coming on India. Really enjoyed chatting to you and best of luck with the uh, wine spice girl blog. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was great fun. Thank you. Where can people find you on social media and your blog and everything else? Uh, they can find me on winespicegirl.com and also on Instagram. The name is winespicegirl. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Thanks, India. Speak soon. Thank Bye. you. Thank you.